Welcome to Crossroads Church's Sermon of the Week podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. Over the last few weeks in the San Antonio campus, we've been speaking from the book of Numbers. And um, if you've read the book of Numbers, and even if you haven't, uh, what we're going to be speaking about is something that we pretty much, I don't think we like. Um, at least I don't like what was taking place there. Not necessarily that I don't like the word. I love the Word of God. But what was taking place at the moment uh, was a little uncomfortable. There were a lot of complaints taking place towards Moses. I don't know if you, you can say, I like complaints. I love complaints. I love people whining to me. I don't think I've met the first person that says I like it. In fact, I try to avoid it, right? Um, I'm one of those that when I hear a complaint or an issue, I like to see, okay, how can we fix it? Or who can fix it? Or who can we go to find a solution? Or how much does it cost, right? So if it is a, a technological question, I immediately think, is Amazon, Best Buy, let's, let's just find a solution. But if it's something related to people, right? Then it becomes a different issue. More than likely, when people complain, it has something to do with a decision that somebody made, a behavior that someone has, and so it complicates the issue. When I have a problem or a complaint and I go to Robert, to my husband, um, he hears me out, but then immediately starts thinking about, okay, okay, how do we get to the, to the solution of the problem, right? Um, it's not good to just have a spirit of complaints all the time. Um, in San Antonio and in here, it has been raining for forever, right? I think for the, I don't know how long, but it's, it's beautiful. It's green outside. But more than likely, people are like, ay, again, rain. Why is it raining again? Why can't we, you know, do whatever, whatever we want to do? Uh, when it's not raining, oh, it's so hot, right? Or when it was freezing, oh, my goodness, and we're getting snow also right? So that we find a way to, to, to kind of voice our opinion, but somehow it comes out in a negative way. Now, there are people that I know that I, when I see them for the, you know, if I haven't seen them for a while and I see them, I'm like, awesome. Here comes a person that shows grace and love, a person that makes me feel so good. Not because she, she or he compliments me, but because they're just positive. They're just, they speak the love of God. When they speak to you, they, they find a way to show grace and compassion and love. And that's where we should be aiming to. We should be looking to find ways to look more like Jesus, right? Looking to, to really identify ourselves with Jesus and not anybody else. We should be followers of Christ, in the book of Numbers, and I'm going to read it. Numbers 12, it says, While they were at Hazeroth, Miriam and Aaron criticized Moses because he had married a Cushite woman, they said. Has the Lord spoken only through Moses? Hasn't he spoken through us too? But the Lord heard them. Now Moses was very humble, more humble than any other person on earth. So immediately the Lord called to Moses, Aaron, and Miriam and said, Go out to the tabernacle, all three of you. So the three of them, the three of them went to the tabernacle. Then the Lord descended in the pillar of a cloud, of cloud and stood at the entrance of the tabernacle. 
Aaron and Miriam, he called, and they stepped forward. And the Lord said to them, now listen to what I, what I say. If there were prophets among you, I, the Lord, would reveal myself in visions. I will speak to them in dreams, but not with my servant Moses. All of, of all my house, he is the one I trust. I speak to him face to face, clearly and not in riddles. He sees the Lord as he is. So why were you not afraid to criticize my servant Moses? The Lord was very angry with them, and he departed. And as the cloud moved from above the tabernacle, there stood Miriam, her skin as white as snow from leprosy. When Aaron saw what had happened to her, he cried out to Moses, Oh, my master, please don't punish us for this sin we have so foolishly committed. Don't let her be like a stillborn baby already decayed at birth. So Moses cried out to the Lord, Oh God, I beg you, please heal her. Now, if, if I have people behind me or in front of me complaining all day long, right? All day, all day. And why did you marry this? And why did you make this decision? And why, 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 why you? You know, we are also people that God could be speaking to or God speaks to us too. And then shows up the Lord in the middle of all of this and puts them in their place. Our natural, not right behavior will be like, hmm, see, I told you guys, that's what God wanted. And this is what it is, right? But no, Moses' attitude and behavior right after was to cry out to the Lord. To cry out and ask and beg him for healing. For the woman who had complained to him, he immediately humbled himself and said, God, please. Because he knows he's the source of healing. And said, God, please, I beg you, heal her. It is a man who was humble, as it says in the word. When I get on to my children or my husband, <laughs> that I shouldn't say that, but the three of you, Paraka, come here, right? I don't do that to the three of them, just to two of them. Uh, but here, the Lord's words were, the three of you, I have something to tell you because I'm going to stop this right here. This is not going to continue on and on. I'm going to set this straight. When I speak to Moses, right, because I trust him, I speak to him face to face. I speak to him clearly because he seeks me, because he is for me, because he is there listening to me. and He's not whining or complaining. He is a good listener, so I speak to him clear cut. Use a clear conversation. And you know, oftentimes we ask, how come I can't? I don't know what to do. I just don't know what the answer is. Oftentimes I've said it. I wish there was a sign in front of me that says, Arlene, this way, Arlene, that way. Or Arlene, don't move. Right? But what happens is we want those kinds of words. Instead of saying, you know what, I'm going to seek God with all that I have. I'm going to dig in his word and I'm going to read. I'm going to get so close to God that I know what hurts him. That I know what he loves. So that I understand what I must do. 
Our natural instinct is to complain. Is to, in Spanish, is quejarse, right? Just complain about the situation just because it feels good, right? In fact, I, I have a friend that when she calls me, she says, okay, this call is an opportunity for me to vent out. Yeah, no. <laughs> I say, how long will it take? Is it better that we go to a restaurant that way I can eat while you vent, right? It feels better, and I can really swallow the whole thing a lot better. And I'm going to tell you this, I'm going to give you a good feedback afterwards. But if you tell me like that while I'm driving or while, you know, whatever it may be, it's not a good opportunity for you because I'm going to probably be a little harsh, right? And, and so she knows the routine. She said, Arlene, you want to meet up at Outback? You want to meet up at whatever Olive Garden? Let's just meet up. I already know it's an opportunity to vent out. Oftentimes, when, when she does that, or I do that, there's this uncomfortable feeling in me. Because when we vent out, it's not that we're saying, man, I messed up here and I messed up there. It's not that I say, you know what, I wish I would have done it differently. I wish I would have asked God. No. It's, and he said, and she said, and I did this, and this is what happens, and this is where I'm stuck now. Right? Our, our behavior and our attitude should be to seek him with everything that we have. No matter what. It's not wrong to have a friend to go to and talk. But what's wrong is not to seek him with everything and look for what he has for each of us. Miriam and Aaron were criticizing Moses, even the person that he married. That, that even happens nowadays. You know that? Um, when somebody dates somebody, like, mm, let's, let's, we're going to give you the good eye on this situation. We're gonna, we have to look, right? We have to see, and you're going to hear. I mean, we all do that. But it's not about each of us. It's about what God has for us. How much are we seeking him? It says in Hebrews 11:6, and it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. Seek him. Because I seek him, I hear him. Because I seek him, I know about him. Because I seek him, I understand what hurts him. There is a song that we usually sing that says, Break my heart for what breaks yours. I want, to, I want my heart to be like God's heart. I want to look more like him. But because I seek him, or when I seek him, it's when that's going to take place. Not just because, you know, I just want to wish that, that God talks to me. No. I, I was sharing a few weeks ago a time that I was texting my son, and all I said was, I can't remember. It wasn't answered like, okay, something like that. And he already knew with that answer what my position was on that. I, I even told myself, I'm not going to say much. I'm just going to put okay. With an okay, it should be fine. But he knew right away. I mean, he called me right away. Like, he was like, girl, what's going on? Why are you answering like that? But you know why that happens? Because he knows me. Because he knows my reactions. And because he knows my answers, right? And I should have known better than to be saying just okay, right? But that happens because we have a relationship, because I see him every day, because I talk to him every day, because he comes to me or I go to him. Same thing with my spouse. He can see me from far and know if I'm upset 
Or I can see him, if he's hungry, I can see it from far. I'm like, that man needs some food right now. Everybody get away from him. I need any orange juice or something. Because we develop a relationship. But how can we claim that we know God if we don't seek him? How can we claim that we understand God's heart when we don't read his word? When we don't draw closer to him? We must seek him. It is impossible to please God without faith. The Word of God says in 1 Peter 5, 6, 7, So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, and at the right time He will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and cares to God, for He cares about you. It's not saying hang on to them, and when you're ready, cuando tengas tiempo, when you're ready, bring them to me, bring them to Him. So that he can take care of him. No, it's not for you to carry them. It's not for you to put them on your shoulders. You know, when you worry so much and you are so concerned, doesn't start feeling uncomfortable right here? Some people feel it right here. Some people feel it right here. You know, there's different reactions. But the word of God says just bring it to him. Give all of your worries to him. I say it, and I know it's difficult. I know it's hard. It's not, I know it's hard when you're financially not well, when your relationships are not well, when you look at home and there's no peace, when you look at your family and it's just not good what's happening. But the Bible tells us, his word tells us that we must come to him. If we just, just trust him and just give him what belongs to him, he is God. We can't call him God if we don't let him be God, right? We must bring all of our worries and cares to him because he cares about you. He cares about me. Moses humbled himself. He was a humble man. I mean, the people who were just complaining to him, just telling him off, even the person that he married, they were criticizing. And when she, her skin changed, and Aaron asked him, he immediately, his reaction was to beg God, to cry out to God. You know, amazing things happen. When we just come to him. When we just cry it out to him. And we just humble ourselves and say, God, I, I am nothing. My perfect plans don't work. Because every time I try to make him perfect, something happens. It messes up my plan. Right? Or somebody else steps in. Because you can't. You can't handle it on your own. The truth is that with him, all things are possible. Amen? It, it, the word of God reminds us over and over. Because I, hum I have humbled myself. Because Moses humbles himself. We must humble ourselves to him, to the Lord. Moses cried out to him. It says in 1 John 3, 1, See how very much our Father loves us, for he calls us his children. And that is what we are. But the people who belong to this world don't recognize that we are God's children because they don't know him. 
they don't know him, they won't know. If they don't know about him, they have no idea of who you are. But let me tell you this. I, 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 when I first came to the Lord, I was a teenager. I was in high school. And I remember this classmate. I went to a Catholic school. I'm from Venezuela. And I remember there was something about that girl that was different. And we, we were all friends, high school, you know. It's, it's an all-girls class. And... Um, there was something about her. And one day we're talking about, she's telling me some of her issues, the family, and how God had just rescued her and rescued her family. And I couldn't understand why she was telling me that. And, but I saw peace through her eyes. I saw peace that I had never seen. I saw something in her that was good. And, and she invited me to church, and that's how it all started. remember telling my dad, just take me to church. Just drop me off there. I think it takes like four hours in that church. And my dad, I remember my dad's words, I'll drop you off, but I'll be right outside. I'll be watching, right? And he did that for like three, four hours. That's typically how it is in Latin America. It takes like a long time to go to church, right? And um, as soon as I walked in, there was joy there was peace. There was excitement. There were limitations in the church, I could tell. But nobody cared. Everybody was there to just freely worship God. And I said, I, you know, I want some of that. Whatever that feels like, I want that peace. I want that joy. And he reminds us that if we just come to him, if we just bring him our worries and cares, if we just humbled ourselves and realized, you know what? Arlene cannot make a perfect plan. Arlene doesn't have it in her to do it. My God can. If we just humble ourselves, if we just seek him with everything, we would understand that we are his children. I am his child. That he is my king. He is my father. He is my Lord. He is everything to me, no matter what the circumstance is. The Lord trusted Moses. He trusted him. Because he was a humble man. He was a man that seeked him with everything. And there are a lot of unanswered questions in my life. Things that I... I'm just waiting. But I'm reminded that my job is to seek him. That in his own time, in his perfect time, he will tell me or he will show me. It's not about what I want. It's about what he wants. The last thing I want is for God to say, Arlene Ellis, you and you and you and you over here. I want him. To see it and like, you know what, that girl over there, man, she works for me. She, she, she's just faithful. Or he is just faithful. I love that child because, you know, he is just, God loves me. God loves you. And our job is to seek him with everything that we have. I want to ask if the worship team can come forward and we're going to have a time to pray. Just to pray and seek him.
Because what's happening to, today in today's world, even after the pandemic, I think it's gotten worse after the pandemic, but what's happening is we're not seeking him. We're not seeking him. We think we can just make it on our own from our houses, from a distance, social distance. And the truth is we need this. We need this, this gathering right here where we're reminded through her life, through his life, through our lives of what God is doing in each of us and the power of God. Because he is at work today. There are things in my life that I'm hanging on to. I'm hanging on too tight. There is a great message, if you know the Lord. There is a great message that he has given us that we're just keeping. And it's, it's mine. I'm protecting. Because I don't want people to make fun of me. Because I don't want anybody to criticize me. Because I don't want anybody to speak about anything about my faith. So I'm just going to hang on. I'm going to be faithful just the way I am. And that is not how he says it. He never said, Arlene, protect it and, God, and, and, and just keep it to yourself. Instead, my job is to make disciples. And I don't make disciples by hanging on to this great message. I make disciples by going out and telling everyone about this great God that is at work today. I keep this message in my heart, but I share it with others because I know He can transform anybody and just anything. Because I have seen testimonies of people who I'm like, I cannot believe they're alive. I cannot believe they survived. I cannot believe but I believe it because he is a great God. He's the God of miracles. He's the God that is at work today. And we can't keep that message inside. I'm going to use everything that I can. I use my Facebook. I use my Instagram. But the most important part is that when I go out, I'm talking about him. That I seek him with everything. That it doesn't matter what I'm facing, I wake up and I'm like, you know what, Lord? It's a new day. And I give it to you. Es todo tuyo. I am yours. Yo soy tuya. You tell me, God. As I leave, as my children leave, protect them, guide them, be in front of them, behind them. Because God, you are everything. So I'm not sure how you came today. I don't know, some of you. But God is speaking to us. And he wants this great message to go, to pass. So if you're in the middle of a terrible relationship or a situation, I'll just tell you, just give it to him. Obviously, we can't fix it. God is a great provider. He's the great I am. He can do anything. But we must seek him. We must give him our worries and cares. For more information about this podcast and other ministries, visit crossroadstx.church. Uh-huh.